Hey everyone, it's Steve here, the host of the Who Would Win cast. You're probably used to hearing George and Jerry from Seinfeld right about now, but before we get to today's new episode, I wanted to take a moment to say thank you. If you haven't noticed already, the Who Would Win cast recently passed the 1,000 download mark, and everyone involved in the show is ecstatic. Yes, we may not have as many downloads as some of the other bigger podcasts, but Considering we started three months ago and have zero connections in the podcast circle, we are very proud and excited for another thousand more to come. All this would not be possible without your loyal listenership week in and week out. This show thrives on your interaction and participation, and I want to thank everyone who has voted in a Twitter poll, reached out to us through social media, left us a rating and review, and even clicked that simple subscribe button. So, going forward with the podcast... I ask that you continue your kind support and please continue to spread the word about the show. Tell your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, even some random person you meet on the street. We establish dedicated listeners from around the globe, but we want the show to continue spreading, and you can make that possible. So, thank you very much for all you've done. You keep us going each week. Please continue listening and enjoy this brand new zombie-themed episode of the Who Would Win cast. Would win a fight. Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and back on the podcast is uh, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Steve. It's been a while. It's been a couple podcasts, right? It has, yeah. I've been able to uh, work out some... Other people to get on here, too. I've enjoyed listening so, to them. They've thanks. been good. Yeah, I appreciate that. But I'm happy to be back. I'm glad to have you back, too. What's new and exciting? Anything? New and exciting. Um, Nothing. Nothing? I feel like there's something you were telling me about today. You came up with this awesome oh, idea. Oh, I didn't want to take up all of your podcast time to pitch my new idea, but like, um, I got an idea for a new show, a new TV show. I think it could be successful. What is it? It's, I'll, um, give you, I'll give you a couple minutes. All right, thanks. So um, on the way away over here was driving by a mobile home park called Pine Hill Mobile Court. Okay. And I was thinking, <laughs> that is actually a good name for like a Law & Order spinoff show about a courtroom that travels like, <laughs> is mobile to like hear cases, maybe in like rural areas or kind of like, so I'm thinking to be in the south, they do kind of like backwoods type law. Okay. So my pilot episode is kind of this uh, real go-getter. I'm thinking a female lawyer. Okay. She, uh, really going all out, but she no, she's, repre- she's representing the order part of this. Right. Well, so it's not do you have like strictly... A, do you have like a police officer? It's not strictly a law and order spinoff. Okay. It's just in that, that vein genre. of shows. Yeah. Right. So, and it will, hopefully in our theme song we have someone that goes like, bump, bump. But <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worked out the theme song. So she was like, um, real trying hard in college, gets out of law school, maybe near the top of her class even... But she's just, like, a little too, I don't know, 
She's getting turned down from the big law firm. Do you she's think getting... she's from this area originally, or did she move out? No, to she's the... she's from the south originally. Okay, so it's not like it's new territory for her. No, that's actually what makes her go back because okay. she's getting turned down in all the big city law firms. Gotcha. She hears about some southern state. Let's just say, let's just say Alabama mm-hmm. is going to try out this new pilot program to bring uh, like courts to <laughs> rural areas. They travel there in like a big like RV thing. They bring like a couple attorneys and a judge, and they try cases from the small towns. I mean, you can even have some episodes where it's just them in the van itself. You could do so much, I think. You really can. Like the van breaks down one episode. Right. What do a bunch of lawyers? So, so is it a com- is it a comedy or? It's gonna have like funny scenes. It's gonna be like a heartwarming drama with some funny stuff. I think. Nice. I was trying to think of a good name for the main character, and I was thinking it'd be cool if her name was like Winnie. Winnie. Like, and her last name was something like Bago. <laughs> Attorney Bago. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I like the last name. I, I want it to be something like that, but it's kind of I'm, a play on uh, Winnebago. Exactly. Or what if? Well, what if her initials are RV or something? That that crossed my mind too. Renee Vesper. All right, I like that too. There you go, RV. Or I don't know. Then I have to give you like a writing credit, and you know, I, I don't even need it. I, I don't need it unless it gets big. I'm gonna have to have that in my contract <laughs> somewhere. Wow. I don't want it to damage my reputation, which it's not, because it's going to be a huge hit. So if any of our listeners work for NBC, <laughs> ABC, CBS, FX, hey, F- or yeah. FXX, hey. Yeah, I could write a quick pilot. I'll even write a theme song. It'll go bump, bump in the end. I don't know if that's going to be copyright issues. As long as it's not the same two notes. It's going to be the same. You can ha- it's going to be exactly the same. <laughs> I think it's going to have some copyright issues <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, so thanks for thanks for pitching that. Thank you. Maybe we'll do a spin-off podcast show where you pitch <laughs> where you pitch movie or TV show. Pineville Mobile Court. Pineville Mobile Court. Dun, yeah, dun. we can each represent one of the people. Like it'll be like an alligator theft. <laughs> Is that the only major crime that, that happens? That's, that's all the only I thought, the only thing I thought of. So off far. the top, gotcha. gotcha. There's lots of things. It could be like, who's the father? Mari already has that covered. Yeah, you're right. That'd be cheap. Yeah. I'm just we'd be more of a high class Alabama. I mean, it's law. always maybe maybe it could be you are the mother. Wow. I mean, if the mom doesn't know, then that's bad. That's a that's a heavy commentary on people who don't know their if they're a mother of their child. Well, I'm just saying because it's always you are the father, you are not the father. So I, maybe we can I think there's a good reason for that though. No, I'm well aware of that fact. Okay. I, I understand why that is. I'm just trying to not completely copy every other show that's already on television. Gotcha. Do something different. Exactly. Well, we already have a mobile courtroom in the woods of Alabama, so I think we're already different. There was also a show Night Court yeah, it was but like from they, the didn't, 80s. they didn't like travel around. No, I'm just saying. But it was like a comedy, and they did right. kind of like yeah. quirky stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, maybe. With maybe uh, uh, mobile court. One day I might have to leave the podcast for bigger and better things. That would be. A, that would, I don't want to say that'd be a good day, but that'd be a good day for you. It'd be a bad day for the podcast. Oh, thanks, Steve. No problem. No problem. All right, I wouldn't do that to you, by the way. I know I'd you. Still... I mean, how cool would that be though to say that our uh, our own is. You know, writing a television show about a mobile court that goes around in Alabama <laughs> dealing with alligator thefts. One of many things. That's right. Okay, so uh, I want to go over the results from a previous episode we had. A couple weeks back, we had the Who Would Win the Monsters Incorporated All-Time Scare Record. We had the creepy, eerie Dementor from the Harry Potter film franchise going up against the Nazgul, also known as the Ring Wraiths from the Lord of the Rings franchise. And if you go on uh, Twitter, you look at the poll, 
you can see that it is 40% for a Dementor, 60% for Nazgul. But I do have to make one little notion. I received a tweet from one of our followers, one of our very dedicated followers, Mr. Hugh Hurley. What's up, Hugh? And uh, he said he accidentally voted for Nazgul. <laughs> he meant to vote for a Dementor. It's easy to click on. The so line. by doing that, with that taking that into account, the Dementor actually would come out on top with sixty percent of the vote. Wow! And take the so win. This is a contested election. We do, and we have hanging chats. And especially what's going on in America right now, this whole election craziness doesn't surprise me. That's what we're having on Twitter too with our own election. So yeah, so Dementor took it. What'd you think of that episode, Chris? You like it? I like that one a lot. Yeah, that was I, fun. I actually remembered to vote, and I actually voted for Ringwraith. Did you? So. That's all right. I thought Nick did a really good job. I he liked his argument. He painted it very visually. I mm-hmm. thought he was very descriptive. I thought he did a good job. And I think he had. I think he made a good point that Dementors, part of their thing is they might like take your ability to scream away. I can see so, that. Uh, that's what's kind of won me over. Right. Nice. Awesome. Cool. That's the whole point we're here. That's why we do it. Yep. All right. So as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to give us a shout out and say hi, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, and you can also subscribe, subscribe, and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. I'm also going to start this new thing. I want to try to see if we can make some connections with other podcasts out there, and if any of our listeners uh, have podcasts or even something that they want us to plug of theirs. I feel like I, I have no problem doing that on our podcast. If they want to reach out to us and let us know how they like the show and say, hey, I'm trying to get something promoted, let us know and we'll do that for you, no problem. I think that's fair, and that way we get to meet some more people going over the uh, podcast sphere. Sounds great. Good yep. idea. All right, so Chris, what are we talking about today? This is a different episode because today it's going to be me versus you. That's right. Chris versus Steve. And not like a fictional way. No, like in real life. In real life, we're gonna. We're, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna fight each other right now, right and you can just listen now. to everything that happens. And you can vote based on the screams or the the tears, <laughs> and uh, you know you can vote who you think won. So it's kind of like a little uh, Fight Club action. I I would be very afraid if that's what we were really doing. <laughs> no, that's not what. You are a black belt in karate. Thank you. Or karate. As I believe they call it. I, I just say karate. I don't know. Yeah. You don't even say it right? Is karate the appropriate way? Yes. Well, I guess we do an Americanized style of it, so that's why we call it karate. Mm. Yeah. I watch a lot of kung fu movies. Do you think that would help me in karate? Um, let me just tell you this. When my mom signed me up for karate when I was six, 16 years ago, she said... You, you know, you're going to start taking karate. And I remember this specifically. I said, no, I don't need to take karate because I watch Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said exactly. And I was, obvious, I was obviously wrong. So, no, I don't think I'm watching kung fu movies. But I, I like, watch a lot of kung fu movies. I watched a lot of Power Rangers. Okay, all right. <laughs> Granted, I was six, so, you know, maybe the six-year-old inside me was stupid and didn't really know what was going on. Maybe the... The adult you can really absorb the kung fu movies. In my head, I definitely absorbed a lot. All right, that's great. Awesome. All right, let's do it Maybe then. we can practice Let's sometime. go right now. Well, Since not <laughs> right now. I mean, we already have something planned. All right, so. that's fine. So what do we really have planned today? We thought it'd be cool to do a Halloween, in honor of Halloween, right. to do a zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse has broken out. Which of us will survive longer, better, 
you know, who has better you, plan. You vote. You vote. You guys yeah. vote what you who you say wins. Exactly. So we want to go over some of the I don't say the rules, maybe kind of like the scenario there's, of yeah. what's there's, going there's on. There's a lot. There's a lot of things. So so first of all, let's let's give them like an overall idea of where we live. We don't have to tell them exactly where we live, but kind of like the terrain, yeah, what we're dealing with. A, I would say it's a pretty suburban area. It's like, suburban, yeah. We live in southern New Jersey. Yep. I think, you know, so southern New Jersey, about, what, five miles from the ocean? Yep, near the shore. Near Not, the shore. And, uh, I don't know, a less than two-hour drive from Philadelphia? I'd say about like an hour 15 from Philly. Yeah. So an hour 15 from Philly, maybe like three hours to New York. So we're in like southern New Jersey area, so it's flat. Um, trees, uh, the beach. You have the beach, you know, five miles away from here. So it's not like it's hilly. It's not rocky, um, not mountainous. It's not mountainous at all. It's not like a desert or dry or anything like that. It's that. I don't know what the term of that is, but you know, we have the four seasons. I don't know what kind of weather pattern that's temperate called. climate. Thank you. Look at that. You remember that from fourth grade? That might be wrong. I, just... I think it is temperate climate. It sounds right to me. It's not Arctic. It's not Arctic. We definitely know that for a fact. So that's what we're looking at. So that's our terrain of where we're having this uh, this zombie apocalypse. So we decided to you know to figure out like what caused this outbreak. Where did this outbreak start? So we decided where did this outbreak start? We decided it started in a nearby city. Yeah. So not like not another country, not across the ocean, not even across the our country, but like a nearby city, hours away. Yeah. So we're picking we're picking Philadelphia as our default. Like we said, it's an hour and fifteen minutes away from here, driving wise. So that's what we're looking at, and we decided that it was started by some kind of a virus, uh, maybe through a person, maybe through an animal. Um, just somewhere in Philly, this virus happened, and this is what started the zombie the apocalypse. The eagles lost, and people went crazy. <laughs> so every year, a zombie apocalypse oh. happens. <laughs> Sorry. A little bit of a dig there. I apologize. I probably just lost some listeners from the Philadelphia area. Uh, but yeah, so... I mean, any every sports team from Philadelphia, unfortunately, right now. The way All right, you can you can cool it on the. I'm just silly stuff. I'm giving the facts. That's why we're here. <laughs> we're arguing the facts. Um, so that's what we have. What kind of zombies are, are we dealing with too? Because there's so this many different types. This is an interesting thing to talk about. I think this is worth discussing just for the benefit of ourselves and our listeners. Sure. Because generally, in in traditionally in zombie movies, you have a a slow zombie, kind of uh, walking very slowly, but also like a little bit of intelligence. Yeah. Like, basic, like, they can, like, open doors. Right. Climb ladders sometimes. Yep, yep. They'll, like, be attracted to noises because they know people are nearby. Stuff like that. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're leaning towards, doing a traditional zombie. Um, some, some more recently, there have been, like, fast zombies. Yep. And usually when they're fast, they're also not as smart. But sometimes you get a fast, smart zombie. Like, I was trying to think, like, would you say in I Am Legend, the zombies were fast and smart? Even though they weren't really zombies, like, they were kind of vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say they were fast. I would say they were intelligent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were trying to, like, save that one that he captured. Yeah, They yeah. figured I'd out where he lived. They just had a very, very strong weakness during the day because of the sunlight. Right, right. But other than that, no, I, th- I think that they were intelligent. I actually, I found, a like, a chart online of, uh, like, smart and dumb and slow and fast. So some of the traditional... What did we say? Slow and smart was more traditional. So yeah. that's like Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, The Evil Dead, those types of movies, like classic horror. Okay. Uh, slow slow and Dumb has a lot as well. Dawn of the Dead is on that list. Shaun of the Dead also on that oh, list. Oh, yeah, they're really stupid in that one. But, and then, let's Do see. Do they have uh, 28 Days Later on there? 
fighting chance? 28 days. They do. They put yeah. them in smart and fast. Yeah, they, I was going to say, I hope they did. Cause they put that very, in the very fast and pretty smart, too. They can they can book it. They're, like, sprinting. I was actually looking at some clips today from that movie in the sequel 28 weeks later, and they can, like, full-out sprint, and they're actually pretty smart, too. They, that would be the most dangerous. Yeah. Also, also in that category of smart and fast is The Return of the Living Dead. Okay. Dead Snow, which I've been meaning to watch on Netflix. Have you seen that on Netflix? No. I believe it's, like, zombie Nazis. Interesting. I thought the same thing. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil is on there, and Quarantine, and Dawn of the Dead. Okay. And then in the fast and dumb category, uh, Slither is on here, and Zombieland. Oh, Zombieland, yeah. Fast and dumb. I'm going to uh, include that chart in our uh, show notes. Oh, yeah, cool. So people can take a look at it, and so that way they can see. Did you see uh, World War Z? I have not. I've actually heard th- really good things about it. I think they were... I've heard good things about the book. I heard the movie maybe not as great. That's what I, I heard if you read the book, you really didn't like the movie because it's super, super different. But I heard if you didn't read the book, okay. you'll enjoy the movie. I um, think those zombies were fast and maybe smart also. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm maybe. not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Do you have a favorite zombie movie? I, I kind of lean towards... Uh, or a TV show comedic. or something. So I, I have a... I'll say a couple. Like um, I really like uh, Army of Darkness with uh, Bruce Campbell. Okay. It's one of my favorites. Um, I really like uh, Cabin in the Woods, but I don't know if that actually has a zombie in it. I've never seen it. I've heard it's amazing, and it's always been on my list to watch during Halloween. You really like it, yeah. And I never get a chance to, and then once Halloween's over, I say, oh, I feel like I can't watch it anymore. I'll just watch it next year. Yeah, I know it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it's I don't think it is right now. It was uh, a little bit meta. Yeah. It kind of is a commentary on horror movies. And there were some different types of horror villains. I forget if there was a zombie. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure there was for, like, at least a very small amount of time. But right. I don't remember if that was one of the main villains. Yeah, I heard really good things about it. Uh, what about you? You have a favorite, favorite zombie I'm a big movie? fan of... I love Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is one of those movies I have to watch, like, every Halloween time. I like that one, too. And 28 Days Later, another one I was saying. Because I feel like that's, like... I've never seen that. You told me to watch that. Yeah, I feel like it's the beginning of kind of, like, the modern zombie... Uh, movies because it came out in like the early 2000s, late 90s, I believe. And like zombie movies and TV shows kind of like skyrocketed after that happened because it was a huge success. And video games. Yeah, it had like an $8 million budget and made like, I don't know, maybe $100 million or something like that. It made so, so much money. And it's really good. And that's where it, it's smart. Like you have to see what people would do in that kind of a scenario. Um, so... Yes, that's what that's what we got. So the zombies that we have in ours, we're saying, are going to be the more traditional zombies, right? Yes. yes. Slow and dumb, essentially. For Slow our, and dumb. For, sure. Is yeah. That, is that what you're, I was thinking not super dumb, but we can, I mean we could say like yeah. they can open doors. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to have a conversation with them and ration with them. <laughs> but I mean, are they really zombies, man? Well, that's I mean. that's yeah, that's true too. Uh, okay, cool. And then what's what's our start like? How are we? What are we, what are we thinking for like our start? Are we gonna have time to prepare, or it's just kind of like go from there? I think there? it'll be like let's say you just heard on the news that there's a, some weird zombie stuff going on in Philly, and yep. what do you do from there? Okay, cool. I like it. Anything else you want to add before we get going? Uh, I don't think so. One thing I wanted to say, and I think um, I'm not sure if any of our listeners know about this or not. A couple years ago, the CDC put out... Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, the CDC, which is the Center for Disease Control, which is underneath the uh, Department of Health and Human Services, I believe, they um, put out a zombie response plan for what people should do in case there is a zombie apocalypse. So the U.S. government made this plan as to what they should do. 
what the people should do. And people were freaking out. And if you read the comments on it, like on their website, it's like, how dare you use my taxpayer money to do this? And I don't think people really got it because what it was all about was how people should be prepared for emergencies. And they were just doing zombies to try to get people interested in it. Because otherwise, if you had an article about how to prepare yourself for a hurricane, people wouldn't care. Just Boring. Like, exactly. No that. one's going to care. So if you're like, oh my God, how can I prepare myself for a zombie apocalypse? People are going to be interested. A little bit of humor, a little bit of exactly. factual information. So from what I saw, like no taxpayer money was used to create that from what I saw. Like it was just somebody who worked there just doing it. I mean, I guess you could argue his salary is taxpayer money. Um, but I also saw that there was this like police... Uh, group somewhere in America and they were doing zombie training and that was being used by taxpayer money and they were like practicing shooting paintballs <laughs> like how to take down zombies and stuff like that uh, so I thought that was interesting but I'll put a link on our show notes also to the uh, CDC zombie page in case anybody wants to uh, learn about it yeah, so, it's a good read, probably. Yeah, I haven't read it. But. There are some interesting <laughs> things where I'm like, I, like, everything they have on there is just kind of the basic needs you would need for any kind of emergency, hurricane, tornado, flood. I guess zombie apocalypse could also fall under that. Um, oh, but one funny thing was they did not put weapons on there. They did not mention any kind of weapons. Mm. And they people asked that to the CDC. They said, why didn't you talk about weapons? And the CDC said, you can talk to our friends at the Department of... Uh, what's it called the army or whatever the military at the pentagon and they can help you out with that because we don't have any suggestions when it comes to uh interesting weapons yeah so that's what we got you want to get going first yeah sure i'll I'll start off okay so Um, we just found out on the news zombies starting in philly what do we have well i i realize this will probably count against me but i would be very skeptical when i first hear this i would think so i'm gonna be like what that's crazy they can't be real zombies. This must be like that time that guy in Florida ate someone's face, and everyone was like, oh, it's a zombie. I forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I really did forget about that. Well, there's so many crazy things that happen in Florida, you just forget about the <laughs> Kind of all mesh it all together, yeah. yeah. So I, I might be a little s- slow to react. But, like, by the second day when, like, the other news, news stories start coming out, I'll be like, all right, got it. Get serious. So a little background information. I'm not... You know, anywhere near doomsday prepper level. I don't like stockpile food or water. I don't own guns. So I'm going to be probably not in great starting shape. So um, since we're dealing with a slow zombie, though, I think we're, we, have, we have some time before yeah. they're going to get to us. So everyone's probably going to be going crazy and going out to stores stockpiling on, like, food and canned food and water and stuff. So I'm going to have to do that. Uh, I was thinking about some of the ethical issues of, like, are you going to be looting stores? Are you going to be, like, trying to just get stuff and run? And I, I think Zombie Apocalypse, that's that's fair game. I mean, yeah, it's... If... I, you're not going to have time to stop and pay your kitsch yeah, check. Yeah, our, our currency might be worthless soon, so, right. I mean... I'm not going to, like, kill someone for the food, but I'm going to, like, take what I can. So that's, right. that's my plan. Get as much canned food, water that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get a weapon. Like, I, I can, I'm probably not going to be able to get a gun in that time period. Um, I do, I did play baseball, so I have a bunch of baseball bats in my house. Okay. So I think that's another thing with slow zombies. You have a little better chance with, like, a melee weapon. Yeah. Like, uh, with a fast zombie, you're going to be at a big disadvantage. But with a slow zombie, you might be able to get by. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna gather all my stuff. So that's my that's my initial plan. Shopping, in quotes, because <laughs> it's gonna probably be more like crazy looting. Right. Um. Gathering all my things. I I do have like some weird stuff. Like I uh, I keep a book bag that has some stuff in it, like. Uh, waterproof matches and a lighter, and uh, I have one of those uh, like water purifying drinking straws, right? Uh, like some rope, so some, some uh, things that could help you survive. Yeah, that might come in handy, but really, I don't actually know how good they'd be. Right. So, um, you good if I if I leave that here and uh, throw it over to yeah, you, sure, and I'll then I'll come back to my next stage of yeah, the plan. Sure. So I would probably do the same thing that you would. I would probably have my stores probably more picked out. I'd probably go to, like, a wholesale club. When you first hear the news story about the zombie, are you like, oh, crap, I'm going out now? Or uh, are you going to be like, uh. I I could see, like, one part of me wants to say I'd go out now, but I know a part of me would be like, the real part of me would say this isn't real. So I know that that's probably really what would happen. So kind of like you did, you'd be like, oh, whatever, this isn't real. And you'd wait a couple days or a day or whatnot. But once I started figuring out, like, this is, like, legit, I'd like I said, I'd probably go to, like, a wholesale club, like a, a Sam's, a BJ's, or a Costco. And because that's where you can get the big, big bundles. So I definitely do that. Probably do some looting, kind of like you did, depending on what's going on. I mean, you have to. Do you got to play that do. by ear. You got to. Yeah. You got to kind of see how things are going. Exactly. Uh, definitely get some gasoline. I'd make sure I have some gas canisters in my car oh, that, I would, that I would fill up also. So what, you, one thing you have, a, you have a smaller car than me, so you, uh, you wouldn't be able yeah. to fit as much stuff. Do you yeah. have access to a larger car? If I take uh, a family members, okay. I could. I don't know if I would do that. I mean, if they're already somewhere safe, maybe I would use it. So that way I could take advantage of it. Yeah, because you have an SUV and I have a, uh, like a sedan. Uh, so, yeah, so that could hold me back. I mean, I have been able to fill a lot of stuff in my car. I moved myself in and out of college with that car. So, I mean, I can get some good stuff fit in there. Uh, so that's food, water, definitely. While I'm in the wholesale clubs, I'd definitely make sure that I get, like, a set of, like, cooking knives or scissors or some kind of sharp weaponry to use. Uh, we have a chainsaw at home, so I would definitely get the chainsaw. Gasoline powered? Gasoline powered. That's why we get the gasoline, so I'd only have it for not an indefinite amount of time. Uh, we also have some like baseball bats in my house, kind of like you know you said you did too, some metal ones from when I was younger. Uh, also, we kind of mentioned on the podcast already, uh, I am a black belt, so I do have experience with hand-to-hand training. Uh, not with zombies, but I mean now. You don't say, practice that at your dojo. We don't. We don't practice uh, that at our dojo. Maybe we should. Maybe I can. Uh, you could do a zombie day for Halloween. Maybe I could offer it up and enter it. Enter it into the curriculum. If you want someone to play the zombie, I yeah. can be that. Well, see, this is where it gets interesting because in some zombie movies, like if you get the blood on you, then you like automatically turn into a zombie, or if the blood gets into your. I like to go by bite. Bite. Yeah. So that's the thing. So like. It's dangerous for me to engage yep. in that hand-to-hand ca- combat because that increases my chances of getting some kind of was, physical damage from the zombie itself. Yeah. So that Punch might be in the face, but right, you. right. So that might be a last chance kind of thing yeah, that I'm doing. Yeah, an emergency only. Yeah. So, so this is where I've kind of done a little more thinking. Not saying a little more thinking, but going forward, I've been thinking more about like where I'm going to go next. What's my next move? So I think that it would be smart. Uh, I have some friends that own boats near the shore. I was wondering if you had access to boats. And, I don't think I do. And I would say to them, hey, listen, this is everything that I've been able to get so far. I will completely donate this to the cause. And I would get on a boat, 
and you know, it could be like a pontoon boat or whatever they have. And I would say just go out into the ocean, not super, super far, but probably at least like two miles off the coast and stay out there for a while. And being out there, you can live on the food that you have. You can live on the water that you have also. You're going to have to ration it out. How many people do you think are going to be on this boat with you? Well, there's definitely going to be me and the person who owns the boat. Now, that's two right there. So it depends what other deals they've made with people. Who am I bringing also? So these are all these things that we're going to have to think about, you know, if it were to really, really happen. Living on the boat, in my opinion, is a good idea because the zombies... I don't know if zombies can I've swim. I've never seen like, a swimming zombie. I, I think that's a, a good plan. I, I don't know. You'd be at the mercy of weather if you get some bad weather while you're on the boat. I mean, that's true, too, but, like, like waves you're talking? Bad waves? Yeah, what you say you get a bad storm? You might uh, capsize your boat. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, with all the weight and everything we're carrying, hopefully it would not happen, also depending on the size of the boat as well. Yes, depends on the boat, I would say, yeah. Um, I was, I've been doing a lot of research to look to see if there's any kind of small islands off the coast I of South Jersey. I was the same... It didn't seem like there was a great no, candidate. No, there's nothing really. So I'd probably do that for a little bit, and then we would... And then one nice thing, too, is that you can also row yourself back in so you're not reliant on the gasoline for that boat. So it might not be super, super difficult to go back and forth if you need to. After a while, I would say, let's go back to the shore, maybe see what's happening. And if as we get closer to the shoreline and we can see... You know, if we just see zombies everywhere, we'd say, okay, we need to leave, maybe go south or go north along the coastline and see what we can do. So that's that's my plan right there. That's a, that's a fair plan. I, I considered boat because I think that is a good idea, but I don't have easy access to a boat. I'd have to rely on stealing a boat. I don't. I think that's risky. Right. And I wasn't, without an island or something to go to, I thought it was risky to just stay in the open water. So right. Um, I was thinking what I would do as my plan A, so this would depend on transportation. So while researching zombie apocalypse stuff, um, sometimes people talk about something known as a transit crunch, which is basically the break, the entire breakdown of like transit. In, like public transportation is, is shut down, roads are littered with broken down cars, and you can't basically travel by car. So they call that the transit crunch. Okay. So like pre-transit crunch, you might have some time to travel. You know, stock up on your supplies, go to your boat, go somewhere else. After that, you know, travel is very limited. And with slow zombies, you have a little more time for that. Right. So um, my, my plan A would be, so I work at the Atlantic City Airport. And the Atlantic City Airport is co-located with a National Guard Air Force base. Okay. So my badge that gets me into the work also can get me into the National Guard. Now, do you think that they would be trying to be selective with what they, who they let get in there, even though they do have access? The, the government response to this would be very interesting. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I hope they wouldn't, like, turn off my badge, but they might. Right. I'm, that's my plan A. I'm trying to get in there. I would hope the government would have some type of, like, protection they'd be providing to citizens. Right. I'm sure they'd want to check to make sure you weren't infected. That's what I was going to say. Are they going to have some kind of checkpoint there? And there, I mean, I think around the Air Force Base, there's like maybe like a 10 foot fence, barbed wire fence. So I don't know how well zombies could get over that. So, if you, so you would go right there. I would stock up on my supplies, right, and go there first. Now, what happens if you're getting calls from friends or family saying, "Hey, can I come join you at the Coast Guard base?" Are you gonna say to the uh, it, army official, "Hey, buddy, like, do me a solid, let my people come <laughs> in," or? I would imagine it's, it would be chaotic enough that maybe I could just swipe my badge to open the gate and just. Drive in and hope for the best. Okay. There's, like, some fields there. Maybe they'd set up some tents for refugees. Is there, like, a fence? 
That's that's what I was saying. I think around the entire base, there's like maybe a ten foot barbed wire fence. Okay. Um, the gates you get in like open for cars, so that would be a risk, like to open to let cars in while zombies could run in. So they'd have to, they'd probably want to. They have to be adding some security. Right, and they probably the zombies would climb over. Do you think, if possible? I think it depends on our zombies, because some zombies aren't great. That's climbers. the thing. It's like you don't know, right? And if we're going slow and dumb, I would say they're probably not climbing fences. Right. I mean, we weren't saying they were super dumb, though. No, they're just right. moderately. They're just dumb. moderately undone. Kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, does this uh, base have weapons on it? Do you know? Yes, it does have they weapons. Are, they are armed people, and I guess they have aircraft. They do. Okay. The I believe like one seventy seventh fighter wing. They have some F sixteens. Oh wow! Yep. Look at that. So access to that? I mean, it's a place. Do they have food? Like, uh, I'm not sure. So that's why I'm trying to bring as much as I can for myself. Because that could be tough. Because if this happens and you're spending all your time looting, and then by the time you get there, they may have shut off your ID. Very possible. Maybe. Um, so that's your plan A, though. Yes, that's my plan. So what would your plan B be? My plan B is if the zombies progress too soon, I can't travel or I can't get into the Air Force Base. I think I'm going to try to live in my attic. In your house? In my house. Okay. Attic is, you know, you can pull up the attic stairs. Can't get up there. Can, can't the zombies just pull it down with a string? No, I'll cut the string off so they can't do that. So how are you going to cut the string off if you're up there? I will... You'll pull, pull it down, partially cut down, the, cut the string, cut the str- yeah, and then go pull it back we up. We devoted a lot of time to this string. I don't think that's the main issue. I, I, I'm just curious because I'm just trying to see, you know, a zombie could walk in. They're not, they're not going to find me. I, I think. You I don't. Mean, can zombies smell? Like some zombies can. Right. That's I don't think ours know. I don't think our zombies can. That's convenient for your argument. Well, even <laughs> no, if, even if they can, they're not going to be able to get up there. This is true. Um. So, I so have, what are they going to do? But but that, that's the thing with zombies, though, in movies or in TV shows. They don't go, oh, well, all right, we can't get them and leave. They just stay down there. They would probably just stay down there. Right. So my hope would be I was able to get enough food to survive for a while. I have a butane-powered camping stove. I uh-huh. could use that to warm stuff up. Okay. I would uh, be able to use my water-purifying straw. I could collect rainwater. Yeah, I could boil the water. So, what would you, how would you collect rain, the rainwater? Would you put I would a like hole? Stick it out. Yeah, I'd put a hole inside. Because you don't have stick a cup out, right? Because you don't have access from your attic to the outside directly. If it's a good attic, you shouldn't have direct a- access from your attic to your outside. Yeah, well, there's like that attic vent, so True. I could kind of just pop that out. Okay, my hand out. Right. The other thing is, I my house used to have a water heater in the attic, so there was a water supply pipe up there. So you might be able to. So it's it's capped off, but I could probably. You know, open that up. Okay. And then as long as the city water was working, which I would imagine is for a little bit. I was going to say, too, yeah, what happens if that's not working? But, yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess until the... I don't know how that works exactly. Until the water tower runs out of water, I'd have one. I don't know. Yeah. So then what would you do, though, if... All right, so say hypothetically you're up there, you're fine. They can't get up there, but they're just chilling down in your house now. You know, they're... Yeah. They're using your Netflix. They're... Oh, They're sleeping in your bed. You know, they're... (laughs) They're, uh, they're they're smelling that couch where the mouse died and went, oh, my God, that smells what? so bad. Why did you have to bring that up? Because you brought it up last time. So Did I? Yeah, remember during our chef uh, our chef fight, Iron Chef America? No, I don't remember that. That's because you were... No, I just don't remember the mouse part. <laughs> yeah, I remember you... Chef Casper. Yeah, because Carl you were... Carl Casper. Because you were talking about how um, your house... How you were doing work to your, your uh, bathroom, and you right. were pulling it up, and you said, oh, well, in addition to that, we also had... This thing that also happened with the mouse who died in our couch, and he was eating your chocolates, and you found the wrappers, and I said oh, how a mouse they, was, was killed. Was doing like a ratatouille thing or something? 
Maybe because I did talk about Ratatouille. Now I'm, for, I'm forgetting why we were talking about it, but I know you mentioned it. All right, sure. Well, anyway, okay. Anyway, yeah, the zombies eating all my Cheetos, eating whatever. Yeah. Um. So I would hope that there'd be a a, a good government response to to kind of slow the outbreak of the zombie virus. How would you signal for help? Um. Well, well, like say you're up in your attic and they're all down there. Okay. Okay. How would you signal for help so people I can come and help you? I would use a flashlight to, uh, you know, signal with the light. So at night you'd have to do it. <laughs> yes. Or like... And, yeah. th- and through the little vent in your attic. Right. Correct. Okay. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Well, I, I hopefully wouldn't need to signal for help that often. Like, I mean, this is just... No, but I'm just saying because, you know, you kind of locked, locked yourself up in the attic right now. Well, you locked yourself on a boat. Which is fine. I don't care. There's no zombies around me. Unless they... Oh. Can zombies eat a shark and then the shark becomes a shark zombie? That's an episode for another day. And then, it gets, and then it gets pulled up by a shark... Yeah, by, a, by a tornado. Oh my god. Sharknado 5. Zombie sharks. They should have... I, I thought they were going to do time travel. Oh, we're getting way off topic. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Sharknado, right? We did, we did. a Sharknado. We did something with... We did Finn, Finn. versus... That's right. Uh, That's right. Cheap Brody. Yep. That's why it's... Our fun. lowest listened to episode. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. People missed out on that. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's we're, our lowest downloaded episode. <laughs> I think I might know why, just because no one really watches Sharknado or cares about no, Sharknado. That's the most watched show on... Um, sci-fi's history. Sci-fi. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. So you don't like my attic plan? Well, I, I just think travel's really risky. If you can't be in a fortified area like an Air Force base... Yeah, but I think it's better to move than to be stuck in an area but, like that. Like move where? Like, I, I don't have enough weapons well, to that's really why I, defend that's myself. Well, that's why I chose move into the water. Yeah, and Because I, it kind of creates its own barrier. That It is great for, yeah. it, for zombie defense, but it's just not great. You're at the mercy of the elements. At that's least a, I have a roof over my head. This is true, but you're also two feet away from a zombie horde living in your house. Yeah, but they can't get me, so I'm good. Fingers crossed. Well, you're going to eventually have to take your boat in for, for like, supplies. and C- Correct. And you're going to have to fight through zombies. Right, but same thing, too, saying, hypothetically, I'm out in the ocean, right? I can take our bo- boat up, say we, we drive it up or we have to row it because we ran out of gas or something, which is fine because we have that option if we need to. Row it up north to Atlantic City. We can get access to the uh, the base if they'll let us in. We have access to that, too. I probably wouldn't be letting you in. You're making fun of my mouse couch. I'd be like, don't let this guy That's in. if you're there, because you still might be stuck in your <laughs> attic at that point. No, if I'm going there first. If I can get in. Right. I mean, if you can get in, I'm already there. If I called you and said, hey, would you help me out? Of course. Appreciate it. As that. long as we're not doing a podcast of me versus you to see who does better. That's true, because then that's just going like, to like, negate the whole argument. Right, because I don't want to help you out. Right. That's but, right. sure, in real life, yeah. So, say... Would you let me on your boat? Yeah. Okay. Say, say you're at the the Coast Guard base, and they say Air Force base, Air Force base, and they say to you, they say to you, Chris, we need your help to fight a zombie horde that's coming in. No problem, I'm game for that. Yeah, I've, I've oh, I actually have shot a gun before at Boy Scout camp. Okay, so I mean, it was, was a real gun. It was a real single shot, twenty two caliber rifle, but okay, I don't know, I shot it. Okay, there you go. That's pretty small, by the way. Like a, I'm I'm not a huge uh, no me neither at all I'm just, I, for, I don't know for your reference yeah. that's like a step up from like a BB gun I I have shot a shot guns before my roommates when I was in college took me out shooting they're from Pennsylvania and we went out shooting and uh, shooting zombies 
No, we didn't shoot any zombies. That's good. The I do remember when I sh- I forget what I was shooting. I don't know if it was like a rifle or something, but the the kickback hit right in my glasses and uh, broke my sunglasses that I was wearing. Did anyone tell you before you left that you would poke your eye out if you shot your gun? No, unfortunately, Santa oh. Claus wasn't there to tell me that. You could say it was just an icicle that fell. That's true. I'm like, oh, it's okay. So, so I don't have, I don't have, I do have some experience, but I'm not a yeah, gun owner, savvy, know everything about it, and all yeah. that good stuff. So that's why I'm relying heavily on my, you know, baseball bat or the chainsaw that I have access to, or perhaps my my trained martial arts skills. If I would like be. to see you karate fight a zombie. I think it'd be fun. Sometimes when I'm teaching karate, some of the kids or students <laughs> I'm dealing with, sometimes I might think that they're zombies because <laughs> uh, they're just kind of going through the motions. But, oh, no. It's a good time. It's a good time. I had, um, let's see, a couple other points. Go ahead. So, um, realistically, I think zombies will need a food source to, like, continue their survival. Like, you don't really see this in movies, but, like, a zombie dying of starvation. But I think, realistically, like, a zombie can... They need if they're going to be like moving, they need to get energy to just move, like just by the laws of thermodynamics. Okay. So it is possible they could like starve. So I think a fast-moving zombie is going to need more energy, starve quicker, but they're also going to be able to catch more people. But slow-moving zombie, depending on the response and how how much it can spread, well, I think will will affect their longevity. So I don't know. I found on the um, official, very official zombie wiki. It's a zo- there's a zombie wiki? Zombie.wikia.com. Do they focus on a specific zombie? Or? No, they're very broad. They're very general. They give you fast zombie tips, slow zombie tips. So I found for fast zombies, they think that... Uh, and one can expect a fast zombie to die one to three weeks after becoming infected. So the entire outbreak could be over in six to 12 months. Okay. That's for fast zombies. So we, we have slow zombies, so I think that's going to be longer. Right, that's true. I didn't even think of that. So if you're able, I mean, the key with this is just outlast. Cause right, you might be you're going to have to live a long time or hope that, you know, you're rescued by the government and move to, like, some safe area. Because in a lot of movies, people are trying to find a safe area. I stayed away from that. I thought that was risky. Like, you know, you hear the, their movie, you'll be like, oh, there's a rumor there's a survivor's colony in Roanoke or something. Yours might even become a survivor's colony, though. I would hope so. That that was my thought. That was right. my hope. Yeah. And the other thing is, let's say there is a total societal collapse from this uh, zombie apocalypse, I would hope I could be useful to the rebuilding effort. Like, I'm not, uh, you know, my background is in computers, so I don't think that's going to be the most important thing. It, it but might I have, be, like, though. a little bit of, like, engineering knowledge just from my, like, college education on that. So, like, maybe I could help with, like, fixing up some, like, electronics that might be needed. Stuff like that, like putting, fixing up flashlights and fixing up radios and stuff like that. That's probably be what I was doing to help to rebuild. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good with my hands. Like if someone shows me how to do something, I can I can do it. Um, yeah, I feel very similar in that way. One one thing I think that we both have as a weakness is our location because being uh, east of Philly. We can only go so far, you know, because... Right, we, we're basically cut off one direction. Exactly. By the I mean, if we were anywhere else, we could just keep going west or north or wherever. Yeah, you're right. Because of this this geographical... And especially uh, being in southern New Jersey, we're actually 
surrounded by... We're going to hit water eventually. It's like a peninsula. If we don't have a way to cross water, we're going to be very trouble. Which is exactly the reason why I wanted to go with that route. Exactly. So what is your confidence level that you'll be able to get this boat? Like, what if your friend is like, he's on his boat, like, sooner than you, and he's like, sorry, Steve, already left. I do have my own kayak. Okay. I have a, uh, I have a single and a double. So at worst, I would definitely just make sure I have it on my car, just to be safe. And paddling out on my kayak. I don't think you could last very long on a kayak in the ocean. I don't know. I mean, part of me says no. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but part of me says, like, in dire circumstances, like, to survive, I feel like I would do that. I just just how much fresh water can you store on your kayak? Well, that's a problem. It's going to be a limiting, right. a limiting factor. Right. I mean, carrying all... I'd definitely have to pick and choose what I bring. But, I mean, if it came down time to survive, you know, i just kind of bring, like, a couple of cans of food and a jug of fresh water. And, um, you know, if you kind of go near where some of the streams meet to the water, the oh, ocean... Oh, you're thinking you could find you fresh water? might be able to find some fresh water sources there. So that's something I definitely have to do ahead of time before I go out just to make sure I know where those fresh water sources are because once you're out in the water, you can't drink anything. Yeah. Also, if we didn't have internet access during the zombie apocalypse... Oh, everybody would be screwed. Yeah, I'd be like Googling, like, where where is fresh water? Right, or, or a map. Like, nobody has printed maps anymore. Oh, right. I actually have one in my car. Do you? I have a New Jersey map in my car. That's a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. I should probably have one of those. Plus one point for me. Now, this is uh, this is just something I thought off the top of my head. What things do you have in your car right now, or just something in general, like even at your house, that you think like could really help you during some kind of an emergency? All like, right. how well equipped are you to deal with any kind of emergency? Well, in my car, maybe not as much. Okay. I, have, I have the map. I have uh, I have two umbrellas. That okay. Maybe you could um, open up and hide yourself behind. <laughs> The zombies will What see. color are they? One's black and one is like polka dot. At night, the black one could definitely help you. Polka dot one, I don't know what zombies uh, color. Fair point. But the other thing is if they don't see me, they're not going to know there's a human there. They're just going to be like, oh, that's just an umbrella. Or they might just go, that's just a thing. That's just a thing. Right. Okay. Um, but I was saying in my house, I do keep a book bag with like miscellaneous, I would, like camping type stuff. Like, you know, I was saying matches, flashlight, lighter, drinking straw rope uh, grappling hook gra- I do have a grappling hook in there yeah. yeah it's not for holding up human weight it's more for like lighter things I'm kind of bummed about that but right oh well <laughs> what about you do you have a I have two flashlights in my car that's smart yeah I have a pair of jumper cables okay so you might be able to use that as some kind of a weapon if <laughs> you re- if you really want to. If you to. can clip it onto the zombie and then run back to your car and start it. Exactly. Yeah. He's got to be like, hold on, Mr. <laughs> zombie. You know, just give me one second here, you know. Uh, what else? I have. Do you clip the positive on the zombie first or the negative on? Do you know? I always forget. I always forget. There's a there's a rhyme, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had to use it. We'd have to Google it. it. I know. We'd have to Google it and then forget <laughs> about it. I've always actually wanted to print something out and keep it in my car just so that way I can always have it in case I need to refer back to it. Uh, what else do I have? I have an umbrella in my car. I have a baseball mitt and a baseball. So, you know, maybe I find a friendly zombie who wants to have a game catch. Uh, or I could use it as a weapon, you know. You could just use it as a weapon once. And just, this is true. <laughs> but if I kill him with it and there's no other zombies around, yeah, you could I could grab it. You could retrieve it. I could be my own dog, And the glove could kind of be like a shield. A little you bit. Could, I could block. Yeah, you could, like, push zombies with it and they yeah. can bite you through it. I have an emergency traffic cone. 
it's a foldable one, so in case my car oh, breaks I, down. I used to have something like that. I kept it in my old car, and I haven't put it in my new car yet. I was, it was like an like a accident kit. It had, yeah, it had the I reflector have. the reflector thing. It had it had a couple things. I forget. I yeah, know. it I didn't have a flare gun. I was bummed about that. That see that would really help us out right now <laughs> if you had a flare gun. Yeah, I don't have a flare gun. Right. Uh, I have a whole bunch of other stuff like a foldable snow shovel. That's plastic, but. I don't know how it would be good you snapping against. Bash them yeah, bash that. them down like that. Does it have like the metal tip on the end? <sighs> I don't think so. How come yeah. you sounded British when you said that? What? I thought you sounded a little British. Uh, I just it's like. Does it have the metal tip on the end? I don't know. I don't know. I Sometimes just when I talk about snow shovels, I just <laughs> you break out in yeah. your British accent. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I have. I have like a good amount of power tools. Uh, I have. Maybe some nail guns. Maybe I can convert them into nail shooting guns. It's kind of like that movie we watched last night. Oh, yeah. What was that? It was uh, oh, Dale, T- Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Yeah, he was shooting the nail gun. Yeah, he was shooting so the nail gun. So the only thing is, usually, and 